Don't you shake my bones and you rattle my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking pumped. I'm like, yeah, bitch. Fuck I will. I will. I will do that. I just pretended that was Brian Deegan. Yeah. With his girlfriend that looks like she gets railed by five Tennessee police officers. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> it's just a non-stop cyclone of just, holy shit. Yeah. Welcome to row one, seat one. All right. There we go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Sean's over here listening to his what own up? personal fucking... Soundtrack as we get ready to Not my own soundtrack. I was making something. Get on the air. Uh thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Row one seat one Joey Fats Radio coming at you right here live on the one the only D New Bedford Guide. Another Tuesday evening edition. Tuesday. Tuesday evening of the best sports talk show that this area has to offer. I promise you that. We've got a lot to get into tonight. 774-992-8702 is the phone number if you want to give us a call and participate in this action. We've got Janko James Harden. We've got Philly-Boston Game 1. We've got the NBA playoffs in general. We'll talk a little bit of Canadian soccer. Not because we want to talk about hockey, but because I want to just flex and tell everybody how right I was, even though I know nothing about this stupid sport. How are you right if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about? You just cheered the opposite. Was I right? Taking the field always is the the biggest, the best best odds. But I was right. Mm. Okay. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into the NFL draft. We got a lot of recap. Sean got into it with RG3 on Twitter this week. He had to mute notifications, block people. Like he had to like shut his Twitter down because his phone wouldn't stop vibrating from all the reactions and comments and I was right. Responses. I, I beat you a former NFL quarterback and I beat him until his knees were dust, even though they were already dust. <laughs> Sean beat RG3 RG3. on Twitter, and uh, we'll get that. We've got the tweet in question, the video in question, uh, as to why Sean went at it with RG3. We'll uh, we'll talk that. We'll talk a little bit of A-Rod to the Jets. Uh, We'll do a little bit, maybe a little bit of baseball. We'll throw that in there, sprinkle that in. We'll do the Motorsports Minute because your boy, again, man, I was right there. Paul Sartre, I had... had I had money on Slick Willie Byron to win it all at Dover on Sunday. Uh, well, Monday. I had him win it on Sunday, but it got rained out until Monday. Led most, led the most laps, was there, just couldn't put it together at the end, then up with a fourth-place finish. But uh, NASCAR betting, man, it's becoming – I'm getting good at it. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I'm right there. So I'm on well, the cusp. I'm dog shit, so. I, uh, I keep missing out on my darts parlays, though. I keep doing, like, four-leg parlays for darts, and – I keep coming up like one short. Like, and the person who has fucked me both times is the world number one MVG, Michael Van Gerwen. He, every, time, every time I've put money on darts, I put like 100 bucks on a four-leg parlay to like win like 700, and MVG loses. I'm like, dude, come on, man. Like, you're supposed to be the ace in the hole. You're the guy that never loses. What the fuck? So uh, he fucked you. He fucked me. Fucked me. But uh, we'll get into that, plus all that, plus a lot more, and whatever else you want to discuss. So 774-992-8702. If you want the audio-only live stream of this show, it is available at www.mixlr.com backslash joey-fats. That way you don't have to tie up your phone with Facebook Live. If you don't choose so, choose to. And you still want to listen to the show, you can listen to it there, just audio only. Uh, The show will be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon podcast, wherever you get your podcast directly after the show, usually within about an hour, it's up and it'll also be available on YouTube. So uh, 
yeah, check us out. Give us a like and a subscribe on that as well. Uh, and we appreciate all of your likes and clicks. Now, Sean, let's get right down to business. So, do you want to start off with our? I want to get on. The, I, I want to. I want to talk about this RG three thing because yeah. you you became like infamous on Twitter in a matter of twenty four hours because you decided to go at uh, or challenge RG three. He well, responded to you. He had a he had a very stupid opinion that he put live on ESPN. I agree. And I don't watch ESPN, but I view the I view the tweets and. RG3 is a respected former quarterback. I mean, some of his personal views are a little out there and I don't agree with, but he gave a very outlandish take about the current NFL group of quarterbacks and what is dying and what's coming. And I couldn't disagree with him more. And I just, I said, you have, this is a horrendous, horrendous opinion. And then if you want to play the video first so we can get into it after that. Yeah, so let's get, yeah, let's get his, let's get RG3's opinion and then we'll get into uh, your response to it. All right, so there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, so first thing... So let's thing, break it down one thing at a time here. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so the, the the main part of that, what, what was your big takeaway from what he had just said? Like That the the, proto- the the stereotypical pocket passer is dead forever. That's insane. That was my Which opinion. I find to be absolutely hysterical considering, I'd say, what, 75% of the league are still what you would consider pocket passers? Mm. Right. Um, mm, boom. Mm. But that was my first takeaway. My second takeaway was obviously he has to inject the race card into it because it's RG3, it's ESPN, it's what they do. Right. I mean, um, he obviously a black quarterback wants to support other black athletes. Fine, whatever. That, you sure. want to throw that in there? Great. No, 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 that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. But, oh, I'm drinking a Mountain Dew. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that was it. That was but the other one was that the. The, the mobile quarterback is the wave of the future in the NFL, which I vehemently disagree. Yes, absolutely. I basically disagree with everything RG3 said in that. And what yes. was your response to him? So I, I tweeted dire- at him directly because he tweeted out this video and he's just like, hey, this is the way the NFL is going. This is the future. So my, my take exactly was this is a horrible, horrible opinion. Mahomes is the only one that you can say is recently victorious while using this, 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 style this mindset, right? So I said, here's an example. Brady, Stafford, Foles, both Mannings, Flacco, Breeze, and Roethlisberger. Russell Wilson, I'll go 50-50 with you, and I'll give you Russell Wilson as well. But he's an excellent pocket passer as well. All of these guys are immediate better than anything you've said. They are Super Bowl winners of the last 15 to 20 years between that time. I made the cutoff right about 2009. I could have threw in Rodgers, but Rodgers are pocket passes as well. I happen to just leave off Rodgers, but no point there. 
The only thing RG3 is going by is he's looking at the money being given to these guys. He's looking at Mahomes getting a huge deal. He's looking at Lamar getting a huge deal. He's looking at Jalen Hurts getting a huge deal. But besides Patrick Mahomes, who has consistently been there and who is also an excellent pocket passer if he needs to be, all Which these he primarily is. All these guys are pocket passers. Pocket passer is king in the NFL still to this right, day. Right. Teams that win are the guys that can stay healthy and stay upright and can take a take a beating in the pocket and throw the ball down the field. You've had Cam Newton for 20 years. You've had Donovan McNabb. You've had Dante Culpepper. You've had tons of athletes as examples of this new wave of the future for about 25 years now. The new wave has been coming ever since Doug Williams took over for quarterback, and he was a winner with the Redskins. You've had this new wave happening Forever. Michael Bishop was a Patriot. He was a new wave quarterback. But this is not a new wave. That's the thing. He's trying to force this narrative of like this short, fast, quick quarterback is the wave of the future. No, it's not. We've done this before. We've gone through this. History repeats itself. It's a phase. You'll have all these shorter guys come in. They'll all get injured. They'll all get blown up. Kyler Murray was the future. Kyler Murray, no one even wants that dude right now. Right. So that's my opinion. My opinion to him was... Your, your point is absolutely insane. So he had to rebut me really quickly, and he said, um, let me just tell you exactly what he said to me. He gave me an example of what he meant of who a mobile quarterback is. And then this really goes <laughs> off the rails because now I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. To Robert Griffin III, he said, Stafford, Breeze, Ben Roethlisberger, and Russell Wilson are all mobile quarterbacks. Russell Wilson I already gave you. What in the fuck are you talking about with Stafford, Breeze, and Roethlisberger? Roethlisberger, the first early part of his career, sure, he can run a little bit. What do you consider a mobile running dual threat quarterback, though? Roethlisberger, for his career, has 1,100 yards rushing. Breeze, 800. Stafford, maybe 900 right now. These are pocket passers. Pocket, pocket, pocket. Just because you can shimmy around in the pocket does not make you a mobile quarterback. Well, I think By that definition... Everybody's a mobile quarterback. And that's where right. I think he loses the average. That's where I think he loses any credibility with this argument. Because, and I tweeted at him as well, and I said, okay, well, define what mobile means. Because, like, because it, it, what you're basically telling me is that a mobile quarterback is a guy who, in the pocket, can move his feet in any given direction at any given time at no particular speed or re really reg needing any real athleticism. You all right over there? You are, like, falling asleep on the microphone. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Down. I had to fully close. I was, um, I was reading my microphone. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was like, I'm not sleeping. I was bugging my eye, and I was trying to suffocate <laughs> it. Um, no, but he has, to, he has to define what mobile is because uh, at no point – in Drew Brees' career, was he ever considered a mobile quarterback? No. At no point in Matthew Stafford's career was he ever considered a mobile quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger, I guess you could argue he's a mobile quarterback because he can get outside the pocket and make some things happen. But so could the other guys at, at I was times. Say, they could like move but out and get it done if they needed to. When I think weren't. of like a truly mobile quarterback. Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Steve Young to a degree. Absolutely. Randall Cunningham. Absolutely. Uh, Lamar Donovan Jackson. Donovan McNabb. Like, those are guys that are mobile quarterbacks. Those are guys that could beat you with their legs or their arm. Vince now, Young. Vince Young is another one. Uh, but to, your, to that point, though, he doesn't define what mobile is. He just leaves it super vague. And again, I get what he's doing because this is, and this is why I fucking hate 
ESPN. I hate everything about that company now. I can't believe that I actually like aspired to want to work there one day. I'm so glad I didn't. I would have been fired in about three minutes, but whatever. Oh, no, you would, no, you would have never been hired. They looked at you, and they're like, mm. Mm, They're like, ooh. Randy white. Jackson is actually doing the hiring. It's a no for me, dog. And you're like, you didn't even hear me yeah. talk. Um, but no, it's. I know what they're doing. I know what is. I know what the whole ploy is there. But it's just, it. It removes any credibility from the argument because it's so transparent what you're trying to do. We get it. Three for three quarterbacks were taken in the top five, and they were all black. Great history. That's oh, all right. Cool. Like so, more black guys are playing quarterback now than they have in the past. Great. Now, talk to me when they start winning more Super Bowls and 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 playing at a, a, a level. That their white counterparts are playing up to. Like, I don't care about the, stay, I, I don't care about the color of the skin. They got to stay healthy. Right. That's another For big example, proponent. So, Josh Allen is a perfect example of a guy that, and I'm going to use this and you'll see where I'm going with this. Josh mm-hmm. Allen's a perfect example of a guy who's a na- right now is a mobile quarterback who has come out and said, I can't keep playing like this. You you Bingo. pointed it out the other day. Bingo. I can't keep up this style of play if I want to play for 15, 20 years. Right. It's not sustainable. I'm going to have to adjust. Russell Wilson, you said it was 50-50. Why? Because the first year or two of Russell Wilson's career. Or three. He was he was a guy, not even, I would say the year or two, because by the time they won the Super Bowl in 13, he was drafted in what, 2012? Yeah, they won the Super year. Bowl his sophomore year. And by the end of his sophomore year, he was already stopping trying to run. Oh, that was and, Carroll telling him, you're not going to live. He, right, he's, he's a small he goes, dude. We, we need you alive. Yes, he's a small dude. Yeah. So for like one year, RG3 was, uh, I'm sorry, Russell Wilson was what you would consider a mobile quarterback. And then, and then what? He stopped running and he became more of a pocket passer. And he was one, he's been one of the best passers in the NFL the last decade. Like, I wouldn't even consider, like, but do you consider a mobile quarterback? I got like, like, what do you consider mobile? Mobile is dual threat to me. Right. Dual, dual threat. threat. That's what I consider if, a dual threat. If, if you can run out of the pocket, that's normal quarterback. If if you have a quarterback that can't get out of the pocket and throw the ball, he's not an NFL quarterback. Because, he's just I mean, a piece of shit. It wasn't like, you know, if this is the wave of the future and that era is dead, why did Tom Brady just win a two, Super Bowl two years ago at 45 fucking years old? Tom Brady, you could you could time that man with a sundial. Yes. Literally. Yes. I mean, and I've seen Tom Brady run for first downs. He did it in Denver. You know, in the AFC Championship in 2015, he oh. took off and ran, and Tlaib got him just a little hair too late, picked up on like a third and ten, picked up the first down, and he and you literally were like sitting there like, is anybody going to tackle him? No shit. Is anybody going to tackle him? I've, and I you're have, like, can someone get him? And he got it. So it was all of a sudden Tom Brady now, a mobile quarterback? Uh, right. that, that's a great because point. Because by RG3 standards, he is. Exactly. That was where I was going to go with that, because technically you can take any <laughs> snippet and say, well, he's a mobile quarterback. Look, I have video proof. Uh, that tweet I had to mute and not to like pump up or anything else. It's just like it was. It got a lot of traction. It got a lot of interactions with people either shitting on me or completely agreeing with me. I would say it's sixty forty people agreeing with me. Um, but people would tell me like, "Well, uh, Big Ben was absolutely a running quarterback." And I pull it, and you know, several people, including myself, pulled up a stat that says if he's a running quarterback, he has a he's a eleven hundred career yards, eleven hundred for a whole career. That's not a running quarterback. I said, if you want me to go find you that Tom Brady clip of him juking Erlacher and say, look at Tom Brady, spin machine in the fucking field, like juking a uh, Hall of Fame I mean, linebacker. By, you by, know what R- I mean? By, like, RG3, by, by RG3's definition, Andrew Luck was the white Michael Vick. Yep. I mean, like, what are we... Yeah, like, exactly. What so are we talking about what, that Right. Point? What are we talking about here? I mean, 
And that's the thing. I know he's being intentionally vague because he really doesn't have a leg to stand on. But, of course, everybody in the Twitter comments and everybody else piles on. And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this is the new wave of the future. It's like, the people, really? The it's the worst? new wave of the future. So if Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson and, you know, uh, Lance, uh, uh, Trey Lance and all these guys, these are the wave of the future. Why didn't any of them win the Super Bowl? Why, why, why is the why is the why is the mulatto Jay Cutler the winning you know winning the Super Bowl again? Who the fuck is a mulatto Jay Cutler? Patrick Mahomes? Oh. You've never heard me refer to him as that? Yeah, he's like the mulatto could, Jay Cutler. It could also be Marcus Mariota as well. Yeah, it could oh, be. I, I mean, know. right, there's another guy. Like, what, so, He's a dual threat. So where are these? So why are these guys winning is what I want to know. Like, great, they're getting paid. That's fine. But guess what? I got Would news you for you. Would consider Herbert? When, Absolutely not. Herbert's a pocket passer through and through. Dude, he throws 70-yard bombs inside the pocket and gets I fucking know, but, killed. But if he gets out of the... Out of the pocket. Right, but that... The, is but he a runner? Exactly. All right, look, here's, here's the he difference right run. now. Here's the difference. Okay, everybody can run if they have to, okay? Let's look at the the guys who run as a reliant option. That's what we're talking about. Darkness, he, Darkness made a great point in the chat saying, you know, Peyton Manning on a bootleg, rolling yeah. to his right on a play-action pass. Is, that, is, a, is he all of a sudden a mobile yeah. quarterback? Eli, Eli Dallas, Manning. Dallas, right? Eli, Manning yeah. Eli Manning could run if he had to. Eli Manning could scramble out of the pocket. Lamar Jackson will look at option one, option two, fuck it, I'm going. I'm running for 30 or 40 yards. Cam Newton, option one, option two, fuck it, I'm running. Those guys are like, it's the third option in their mind. Other quarterbacks are like, I got nothing out here. I, I have to scramble for like three or four yards. Mobile and dual threat is what I'm talking about, is when the guys have a chance to, you okay? Yeah, give me, get that salt. <laughs> oh, you are, you are down bad. <laughs> He's like this. I'm like, you looking for loose change? Dual threat as the guys that have a chance to run. Oh my god! Nah, it smells. Get that, get that away from me. Because last time I smelled that, like burned my nostrils. And ooh, <laughs> ooh. are you the fucking like oh. like guy that skins people from Hannibal Lecter? Ooh, <laughs> but no, dual threat to me is that like the guys that choose to run. If you have five, six, seven hundred yards rushing in a season as a quarterback, you are a dual threat quarterback. Right. You awake now? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, keep it in front of you. Keep it on camera so we can give Atomic Rhino some nice, uh, you know. Atomic Rhino Megaton smelling face salts. Fuel. It's face fuel without the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, I think RG3 was so far off base in this take because, and again, I know he's trying to force the issue because he was one of those guys, too. You know, he's one of those guys that was a mobile quarterback. You know, he's a dual threat. Yeah, you know, I can run, I can do it. But guess what? Yeah, right. Your career lasted literally fucking two years, dude. Like, we barely... We, RG3, we hardly knew thee. Like, you Yee. you got fucking... I mean, not, to, not his fault, but there's a reason why Mike Shanahan drafted Kirk Cousins in the same fucking draft as you. Because Mike Shanahan was like, yeah, this ain't going to fucking work. Well, it's kind of sad that RG3 to, sounds like he's kind of, like, pumped that it's... that the. The way the play for quarterbacks is swinging in the NFL is the exact way that got him hurt and out of the league forever. Right? Yes, like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, why would you be like happy? About He's cheering this? for these like, guys to be killed. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is your? Problem? I just don't get it. I don't understand his point. I don't understand I don't his know. take. I just, I don't understand that. I whole mean, th and and now, I mean, that was a perfect segue because, and I'm not trying to change topics, but that was a perfect segue for this weekend and the wave of the future. I only liked one quarterback in this draft, and I've said that many times. I only like Bryce Young. That's the only guy I like. Really? I, I like him. I don't like him at all. 
I don't but like Stroud. I, I, I don't like Young. I don't. I don't like how small Honestly, he is. But I but like that's, him. That's I, what kills me. So I let's. Know. So let's shift the gears here. Let's hit. The, let's talk some draft talk because. Yeah. Uh, this was not as wild as I think everybody thought it was. Like, with the exception of the Texans moving up to, I mean, and not for nothing, I think the Texans are just going to still suck. No. Nothing screamed to me immediately, and they kind of hinted at it on the broadcast because I went back and I watched it live after the fact. No, not, I'm sorry. I watched a, a pre-recorded, the pre-recorded version. I'm sorry. Right. So I watched it after the whole draft had already done, and I already knew all the results. On TV, live on NFL Network, they said, Oh, this is interesting. And it was clear cut. Owner says, I want C.J. Stroud. Upper management GM said, well, like, we definitely don't want C.J. Stroud. So they mortgaged all the future to get their guy. So they had C.J. Stroud, who's the only one they're at two, traded all the future to get their guy who they wanted at number three, who was the defensive end. Uh, the kid from Alabama, right? Will Anderson? Will, Will Anderson. Yeah, it was something like that. Um, he, oh, he's Bama? Yeah, he's Bama or Georgia? No, he's Bama. Bama. He's Bama. He's Bama. All the Georgia guys, that's Jalen Carter. He was Bama. Yeah, yeah they, all, they, all went to, they all went they to the went, Eagles. They all went to Philly. They're all in Philly. Like, Philly is just going to be the smartest fucking I'm team sorry. in the fucking league right now. Philly is what we always ask. What if we just drafted every guy every from that defense? Every team from the championship. Yeah. The guy's like, what would happen? Now we're going to find out. Yeah. I mean, they get Jalen Carter, and then they pair him up with, uh, what's his name, my boy from last year, the big fucking, the big nose tackle. That defensive that defensive front in Philly is yeah, going to be big, meaty men. something fucking serious. Like, it is Philadelphia's conference to lose, and I don't even know that it's close right now. Now, easy to say in, you know, May, you know, whatever, May, on whatever this is, May 2nd uh, of 2023, but I love what Philadelphia did. But back to the quarterbacks real quick before we get, because mm-hmm. I do want to talk a little bit more about Philly. I, I don't understand the fascination with Bryce Young. I don't understand with these sub-six-foot quarterbacks who can run, move around. Like, we, listen, I like Jalen Hurts. But do I sure think do Jalen Hurts is the reason why the Eagles went to the Super Bowl last year? No. No. I don't think they went in spite of him, mm-hmm. but I think he was just kind of a riding the coattails of that defense kind of guy. And I'm not saying that there's not room for him to grow and progress and be better, but would I want to give Jalen Hurts $250 million right now? No. No, absolutely not. Probably not. I mean, there's a reason why the the, the, the Ravens balked at Lamar Jackson as much as they did. You for know, as because, long as they did. For as long as they did. I mean, what happens when Jalen Hurts gets hurt? Because it's eventually going to happen. Because he's a small, frail little guy. I mean, we, we saw it happen. It, it, it's, he's running we're talking about the man that got benched for Tua in college. Right. Okay, Nick Saban was like, give me the lefty. Mm-hmm. And he went to the bullpen and he pulled in two and won a championship because Jalen Hurts wasn't getting it done against Georgia. Bingo. I don't, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts can't get it done. To give the man $250 million, and good for him, he deserves it, whatever, cash in, bro. Like, this is the NFL. Like, get your money, bro. Get your bag. I don't care. Like, the NFL has infinite amount of money. Go get it. Right. But if I'm building a team and I'm building a franchise, Jalen Hurts probably isn't even in my top 15 for quarterbacks to start with. Right now, he has to be top 15 to me just because of the level he played at last year. But... I'm not, but see, I'm not, but I'm not putting that much stock in what he played at last year because I don't think, as good as he was last year, I think it was kind of a perfect storm of of like everything kind of coming together and working perfectly for them. I don't know that that's going to be a long term sustainable uh, 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 fucking program. 
Jesus Christ, Joe, get the no, fucking no, 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 no. I think you're right, but I think AJ. I think that whole offense being at Devonta Smith, AJ Brown being added. They just added um, DeAndre Swift from from the Lions. Oh, yep. The Lions hysterically drafted a running back for no reason in the first round, which pissed him off. Atlanta too. Atlanta needed a running back though, but at least that wasn't out of. No, the- I was like, it's like, damn, we got a thousand yard rushing. No, we should take with the eighth pick another running back. Yeah. But did you see the? But they announced why they did that, which was very strange to me. The Lions front office said, well, we were worried the Patriots were going to draft Jameer Gibbs, so we wanted to draft him. Okay. But, but why? Well, that was Atlanta, not we're talking oh. Detroit. Atlanta went oh. Bijan Robinson. He was he was the overall consensus number one. They went one. with the Bijan freeze. Who's that quarterback? Who? Atlanta? Atlanta? Right now, it's what, Duggar? Um, not Duggar. Kyle. It was uh, fucking uh, Marcus, isn't it? No, it's uh, fucking... Oh, was it Digger? Duggar? Digger? Duggar, whatever the kid's name is. I forget his fucking name. And they could have drafted Levis, but they fucked up. Everybody fucked up on that, I think. I don't even know who the quarterback is of the Falcons right now. I still thought it was um, it's Mariota. It's some, nah, it's some rookie kid. I can't even think of his name. Hold on. I think it's I Kyle Duggar. Kyle, no, Kyle Duggar's a Patriot safety. Oh, sorry. Desmond Ritter. That's what it is. Desmond oh, Ritter. Ritter. You know what? Rob has oh, talked to me about Ritter Desmond before. Ritter. Yeah. This kid who, I mean, again, six foot four, two fifteen. I mean, listen, he's got the measurables. I don't know why that wasn't coming to me, but uh, I, look, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't hate Jalen Hurts. I don't, but I, I don't know that I would have given him the two hundred fifty million. I don't love Lamar it's Jackson for Baltimore. Money. I'm not giving Lamar Jackson two hundred fifty million. Like, I still think, you know, when it comes down to it. If Kenny Pickett and Pickens can get on the same page, and Najee oh. and they and Phil, Pittsburgh can get their shit together, they got the best coach or second, arguably the best coach in that division, in yep. Mike Tomlin. I feel like the, the Baltimore Ravens could very easily find themselves in third place in the division this year. Well, yeah. the Baltimore Ravens just spent all of their money on the offense this offseason. I mean, I know they got Odell, injury and that's, prone, and that's cute. But again, like we're talking about an Odell that two we haven't seen him play in two years. You know, exactly that. And the Ravens were the only team to make him a public offer, okay? True. There was one team that offered him $4 million that was rumored to be the Titans, and he scoffed at that $4 million deal. And rightfully so, because he ended up getting, what, 17? 15. 15, which, 15. which made him the highest paid eight, wide receiver. I thought it was 18. It's, fi- it's one year, $15 million, He's but the eight highest million, paid wide receiver in free agency this year. That, $8 million dollars are incentive-laden, but it's very easy for him to get those incentives. Yeah. He has to be like the number one receiver, even if he catches like fifty balls, as long as it's more than anybody else in the Ravens. Right, or the number one on the team, right? He's yeah, exactly. Be the number one receiver on the team. So it's, it's very favorable to him. But a lot of people, a lot of scouts that went out and watched him said he looks ripped, and they said that's a negative for him because he got super jacked because he wasn't able to run, he wasn't able to do anything with legs, so he did a lot of upper body working now, and they were like, he doesn't look as 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 fluid as he did. And could that be a negative? Sure. Could that be like the opposite DK well, Metcalf effect? You also have to you also have to understand he hasn't been able to get in football shape because he hasn't been able to play football. But that so, was a negative they were yeah, saying. Right, but They're saying him, I mean, I'm not listen, I'm not even saying Odell's gonna be the problem. Okay. Well, I don't think I, so I think, either. I think Odell's gonna be a fine signing. At fifteen million a year, I really have no fucking beef with that with that signing anyway. But my point is is that I don't trust Lamar. Lamar's like like we always say, you're you know, and this is the old cliche, right? We're gonna we're going to do this because it makes sense. Your best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. Lamar's not available. Missed last year, too, already. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it, it, eventually, it's going to come back to bite Jalen Hurts. 
eventually it's going to bite Josh Allen if he doesn't change the way he plays. I think he changes this year, Josh Allen. I think but like you look at the that. guys, you look at the young guns in this in this league right now, and the guys that you're looking at look running it for the next five to ten years, and you're looking at the Pat, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Herbert, uh, Josh Allen. Of those four, that, I mean, that's probably your best four, like under 30 right now or under 28. However old Mahomes is, he's the oldest one of the group, being the oldest. Mahomes like, been here, like, been in the league, what, seven, eight years? He already? got drafted in 15 or yeah. 16. Wow. He was drafted already? in 16. He old. So he's the oldest one of the group, right? So there, there's your top four under 30. I might be missing somebody, but whatever. But, like, those, those are probably, you know, at least in the conversation. For top four under thirty, top five under thirty, only twenty seventeen. We were wrong. Seventeen mm-hmm. was seventeen. Yeah, that's it. Seventeen. He got redshirted the seventeen year yeah, and started in twenty eighteen. He's only been in the league five years. No, six. Six, six years now. Was it seventeen? Yeah, you're right. Right, because sixteen they still had Alex Smith. Anyway, um, those are your best four, and of those three, only only really Allen and. And Mahomes used their legs to make plays. And Mahomes uses his legs to make plays. He's more of like a John Elway than he is, say, a Michael Vick. You know what I mean? Like, yes, he can take off and do it. Yes, he can punish you with his legs if you don't respect him. But he's not a run. He's not a dual threat guy, if you will. You know, Allen, again, he uses his legs a lot because he can't. And he's a big fucking dude. And he's even admittedly had said, I'm going to have to change the way I play. Herbert doesn't use his legs outside of, like, getting out. Like, yeah, he's athletic, and he can move outside the pocket and, you know, run his bootlegs. And, sure, he can pick up a third and eight if you need him to, but he's not a fucking dual threat. You're not worried about Justin Herbert taking off, shaking three dudes and, you know, breaking ankles on his way to a 60-yard touchdown run. You know what I mean? And, and Joe Burrow, certainly not. Like, you know what I mean? Again, but what, this all comes back to, like, what defines mobile, like, define mobile quarterback. You know, Tom, Tom Brady and his pocket presence was unparalleled in NFL history. It, he, he was so aware he would take one step to miss three guys where it would take some guys five or six steps to miss one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he was that good. And that was the, that's the one thing I will give Brady that he is better than anyone I've ever seen at is his pocket awareness and his pocket presence. And his ability to move within the pocket where where he just it, it takes him minimal amount of movement to do what he has to do by the time he needs to buy and get the ball where he needs to get it. He, he's no one's ever done it better than him. I've watched the film. I've done it. I can give you a million fucking examples. 2000 AFC, a, 2006 AFC championship game is my favorite. Uh, the touchdown to Jabbar Gaffney. Go back and watch that play. That whole 2012 season. He was um, the, the season. He had three, three interceptions the whole year. He was uh, untouched. That was ten, wasn't it? That was 2010. But he, that, that whole season, he was untouched. Yeah. Like, like he just just stepped up, stepped back, stepped to but the side. But nobody's the whole sitting year. here saying Brady's the mobile quarterback. So uh, I, a few I, people in my chat did. Like, like Brady's mobile. And I'm like, yeah, mobile. He's mobile, as in he can walk. Oh, okay. Well, I said, I said, uh, you know, you know who else is mobile? Um, I don't know. Turn on TLC and put on my 700 pound life and watch the fat guys on the scooters. You know, and the rascals. They're they're mobile. All I right. said, hey, can you throw a football? Because you could be a mobile quarterback now, according to RG3. I said, here's my list of guys who I don't consider mobile in the NFL by RG3 standards: Tommy Maddox. End list. That's it. Tommy Maddox was like one of those like most old, decrepit people I've ever seen play football for the. F- but he did well in the pocket. But he could not move at all. And that was like the only guy that popped to Drew my memory. Lezzo. 
I think I think Drew Bledsoe was more more mobile than, than Tommy Maddox was. I mean, and Drew Bledsoe got killed almost by being too mobile. So I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Mo Lewis, motherfucker. He's like, I'll teach you to be mobile, bitch. Mm. All the Jets fans Break are like, we hate you, Mo Lewis. Mo Lewis set the Jets fans back 30 years. He really did. <laughs> uh, but sticking before we get to the Jets, because I do want to get to them. Um, before we get to that, so you got Stroud and, and Young. I'm high on neither of those guys. I don't think either one of those guys is the dude. And then Paul's Colts at he number four. He got who he wanted. They get who Paul wanted. I hate it. I hate it. It was between Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. And I thought Will would have been a better fit. I don't necessarily know that Will would have been a better fit. I personally like Levis better. As Me a, too. As a raw. Listen, you got to understand when you're talking about Richardson and Levis, these are raw, unpolished, wild animals that need to be tamed and brought in and, and put on a life. leash. The table coming to life? Yeah. I just <laughs> want these. I, I want people to understand that these guys are nowhere close to polished products. So. Don't sit here in September, October when Richardson is struggling or Le- 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 Levis is struggling or Richardson is struggling and tell me like, oh, you, you fucking love these guys. Listen, I don't expect either one of these dudes to light the world on fire their rookie year. Nope. In fact, I expect a lot of the opposite. I expect a lot of growing pains. I wouldn't even be surprised if we saw Peyton Manning's 29 inter- uh, 28 interceptions in a season for a rookie get eclipsed or, or, or at least tied. Because I just think that they're going to, if you're smart, you're going to uncork these guys and let them learn. Let them be baptized by fire because that is the best way. Right. So I'm not holding, like, these guys in high regard. And I believe that Stroud and Young will probably have better rookie seasons than these two. But I think long term that Richardson and Levis, I feel like their upside and their potential is better. Richardson, because he's such a physical freak, and I just love what I see out of the guy. Like, he's like the black Tim Tebow. If Tim Tebow could throw. He's the black Jesus. He's black Jesus. Yeah. I I, I mean, I think Jesus might have been black, though. Middle Eastern. That could be black. Ish. Okay. Blackish. You got it. I, I like his response. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I I like I like their I like I like Richardson as a project. I, do I don't know that he's. I don't know it's going to work out, I but I like him as a got, project. They say he's got accuracy issues, but you know. But he really doesn't have accuracy issues. If you go back and watch the film, his accuracy is there. It's just it's missed. It's misplay calls, miscommunications. Florida was not a great program this no, year. They weren't a great team. But they weren't I, a great team. He didn't have a ton of help around him. Mm. So the, the I feel like the the Anthony Richardson always oh, got accuracy issues. Oh, okay. Well, define accuracy issues. Go ahead and show me on film where the accuracy issues are because nobody else can fucking find these accuracy issues. That's what I'm saying. It's like when they said Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow, oh, he's good in a regular throwing motion, whatever the fuck that means. Right. Like, oh, I'm sorry. You know know what I do like, though, that people say is bad since he's only started 13 games, right? Is that what it is? 13? Yeah, he has has a little career. He's still brand new. Yeah, I, I don't like that though. He's st- no, I love I it. Mean, I love I mean, it because he hasn't even had a bang, chance. He's he ha- not he hasn't even up and 
beat. He's well, like fresh. You he's just like, had that experiment last year with Jeff Saturday. He hasn't been he hasn't been ruined by anything else. We're just gonna throw him out there. No, that's coaching. I'm talking about he's, <laughs> he doesn't have different. like he doesn't have like you know a college injury that's gonna flare up and fuck him again in the NFL. He doesn't have any like no, he doesn't have any injuries. Up shit. He's just I he's just Andy really hasn't had a chance to develop any bad habits yet. Yeah, he's uh, bra- yeah. He's just a little bit of a turnover machine. But that again, that, I don't. Th- that's not all. On but again, him too. 13 games is not that much of a. You I, can't make that big of a sample. I know. You can't. I just. I that's that's my big thing. Like I know what you're trying to get. Yeah, you're right. Like it's not a big enough sample yeah. size. But true. I don't like that there isn't a big enough sample size. I'd rather have my guys come in more polished. I'd rather have them see like more of it. I mean, yeah, like, sure. It's, wouldn't everybody? It's a but big there, gamble. But that wasn't that wasn't this draft to be taken to be taken fourth. That's a huge gamble. That's what I'm saying. That's like that's like everybody every, said. Everybody said it was a poker. huge gamble for the Bills taking Allen when they did. No, you know? I mean everybody said it was, it was. Obviously, it's always a gamble. You're that's taking like, a quarterback like in the all NFL in. draft. That's like going all in at uh, a Texas Hold'em uh, table, and no, you don't even know anybody else has that kaji. You're like, I'm all in. <laughs> you haven't even seen the river. <laughs> Fuck it. That's right. We got Gardner Minshew to come in and show him the ropes. I, I like Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew actually might start some games for you. I think he'll actually be a starter to begin the year, and then they'll bring Anthony Richardson along. By what week do you think, if that's the case? Seven. You think seven? You think seven. Minshew's going to play six games? I think Minshew plays six games, and I think if Minshew wins – Two or three games, I think Minshew gets longer. So if you, it's on a, it's like it's like a, it's like a win and play, win to play basis kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, week to week, hundred percent. And then what's the guy's name? Stricken? Is that his name? Steichen. Steichen. I yeah, can't even say his name. Know, whatever. Like that. I know. I, I understand that they drafted Richardson to kind of be like his Jalen Hurts. Right. I get it. I understand that. Well, I they, just yeah, it's kind of stupid. Once again, I think it's like one of those things where it's like jumping, jumping on something too quick. And Ursay and and uh, and Ballard were looking at him like, "Holy shit! Look at him! He coached up fucking, he coached up Jalen Hurts to be this incredible product on the field, this amazing quarterback, this amazing guy. We, you know, we're gonna get." This Steichen guy, and then we're gonna draft Richardson, and we're gonna turn this into our own Philly project with with Hertz. Let's see who calling first. Joey Fast Radio, row one Z one. Boston sucks. Ha! <laughs> I called. I called this before I even go on the show. I said over they under seven minutes. Certainly do, Durant. Um, wait, wait, but before we before we get off that topic. So, but the rest of the rest of your picks, though, I really like that Josh Downs kid for wide receiver. I think he's a really good like shifty wide receiver for you. I wanted you guys to focus on more offensive line because the offensive line fucking fell apart in Indianapolis. Right. That was a big thing. I think that had a lot to do with coaching. Maybe. And injury. But, I mean, they couldn't stay healthy, so that didn't help you. But they only took one guy, and I don't know how to pronounce his name from Northwestern. Out of Tamimwa, out of No idea. I don't know either. I no clue. But like, like Bobby, I saw the baby eats a boy. Yeah, I have no idea who he is. But apparently, they're so confident enough that they think that the offensive line what do you they guys have right think now. Won the draft. Hold on, one second. Yeah, we'll, we'll jump right to that. But I, I wanted them to have like I think they have more confidence in the line they still have, and they just think like Joey said, coaching was the problem. Right. So I think they bring in a new guy that's trying to like reset the whole thing. Right. Um, Durant, who won the draft? I would say. Philly. I Philly. I absolutely hate doing these things because you look like an idiot in like six months anyway. Because it could be like a like some team. Right, you don't know, but I'm going to just say Philly because they took. I'm the, I agree think they, with you. I think they inserted two excellent players into an already excellent defense yeah. and got stronger at their biggest. They strength. just drafted the whole entire Georgia Bulldogs yeah. fucking college team. They were like, "Oh, you won the championship. We'll take you." What do you mean we'll take you? All I <laughs> I like the Lions draft personally. I don't like their top overall pick. I think that was kind of fucking insane. But I like the rest of their draft. They have a they had a decent draft. 
I'll say the Lions. They had some really good players. Mm. All right. Who do you think won Durant? He, he, he passed Durant, away. Durant, you there? No. Oh, he's gone. Okay. He died. <laughs> he's like, I was tired of listening to your bullshit. I'm out. Well, call back, Durant. Uh, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know if we dropped him or... I didn't even hear him hang up or anything, though. No, usually you usually hear, mean, like, the thud. Yeah, I don't know if it was just we might have just dropped the call. Oh, he could be driving. He's going through, like, a bad self-service yeah, area. Yeah, or it could have been here. This, he'll this, call back. This area uh, tends to be a death zone for uh, oh, yeah. service. But, um, no, I mean, to, back to the to your Colts. I mean, listen, I think, again, this is a this is a long-shot project. Will Levis, again, to the Tennessee Titans. Like I like that a lot for him. Why I, thir- what is it, 33 he went? No, thirty six, I believe. 30. Mm, was it that low? Because because the round started with yeah, thirty two. Yeah, he was the fourth on the second round, so thirty. The second round started at thirty two because the Dolphins were cheating. So don't forget that. Oh. True. <laughs> Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Hi, Joey. Duffy. Oh What's my God! On? I haven't heard of Duffy's voice in a long uh, time. Like, who is this? What's going on, brother? Good to hear from you, bud. We got about thirty more minutes before I start fucking you up for the next week, huh? Yeah, you you're you're riding high on that. I mean, listen, I don't know. I think your confidence might be a little misplaced there, bud. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. <laughs> I I, I want to see I want to see Draymond Green just get knocked the fuck out just by, just just by one player. I don't even care what team it is. Why does everybody is. hate Draymond? I love Draymond Green. No, I I don't like what Draymond Green did. Draymond Green stomping that dude's ribs and he's like he, he didn't grabbed shake. his leg. Sabonis was yeah, being he had a fucking nowhere to gun. land, bro. Wait, wait. First Listen, of all, it's not his wait, fault he had nowhere to land. Wait before everyone jumps on the, the defense wagon of this man like you're all fucking Johnny Cochran. Let me just say really quickly, he it stomped. Make sense. He stomped on the dude's ribs, and he's like, he didn't shake my hand after this the series. Is too Dude, you fucking stomped on my ribs. I he grabbed his foot. Either. I don't give he a grabbed, shit. He grabbed his foot. Where else is he gonna land? I don't know. I don't believe. Listen, I have no problem with him fucking stomping on Sabonis's chest. I really don't. I mean, Jalen Brown laying on him and stuff, man. I I just see a guy trying hard and people getting in his way. No, I didn't say that. I just say I want to see just one person. I, I lo- want. I, I love Draymond. He's like this generation's run our test. I, 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 want... just, I love it. No, I, I, so I, I, Joey, I what you're telling me is that Draymond and Looney aren't gonna make Anthony Davis, you know, a bitch, right? He's gonna totally go hard in the paint still. Listen, I think AD AD's issue isn't going hard in the paint. It's AG's for AD's fragility that prevents him from going hard in the paint for seven right, games. Right, right. And Burden. I think eventually AD's gonna be like, "All right, I'm gonna take this. You know, I'm gonna go hard." He's gonna be like, "Oh my God, my hips! Oh, something is gonna break." Saying, bro, I Kelly. <laughs> and I was just standing there. <laughs> The, the best center in the league is waiting for him. <laughs> Listen, I love it. I like, I think everybody keeps telling me, everybody, when I kept telling people I wanted the Kings to win this series uh, when they were up because I, I didn't want any part of Golden State in the second round, they kept, everybody kept telling me, like, what are you fucking nuts? Like, you're what crazy. Are you a bitch. They're like, you, you match up so much better with Golden State. I'm like, bro, nobody matches up better with Golden State. Right. That's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard. I'm like, if Steph and Clay start doing their thing and Jordan Poole can stop fumbling away games like it's just like he's being paid to fumble oh. away games, I'm like, we're fucked. It. Like, that's, a, that's a, the most difficult team in the NBA to defend. We just need to put some, uh, some fine ladies down court side and Jordan will be fine. Right, that's all you gotta do. That's it. That's it. It's fine. That's all you gotta do. I mean, and it's and it's and it's Staples Center. I'm sure there's gonna be. I mean, Staples. Yeah, I'm calling it Staples. Fuck that. Yeah, it's still Staples. Uh, I don't I'm know. Sure, what, it's gonna be plenty cri- of them. whatever crypto arena fucking bullshit it is now. Fuck you. No, it's Staples. 
Right. Like, it's okay, Joey. Don't worry. We'll turn it to a crypt for you if you'd like. Ah. Duffy's got jokes. Be sure to tip your waitress. Um, but no, I, listen, I, I, love, I love this series. I think, this, I think whoever wins this Warriors-Lakers series wins it all. So, no, definitely. I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm not Y'all saying... Y'all got the best defense in the league, so... I'm not saying Denver's a pushover, but they, it'll be a tough series. But I think the Warriors or the Lakers, the Warriors being as battle-hardened as they are, I think they can be like... They're like the Spurs, you know what I mean, of this, of this era, where they're just like, they're there... They're always in it, and they're just a thorn in your balls that just won't go away, and, and they just win. And you don't know how, but they do. And even when they shouldn't, they win. And even when you, you, know, you think they should, they win by like 500 times more than they should. So it's like it's super obnoxious. And then on the Lakers' side, I think if you just look at AD, D'Lo, LeBron, like got, you've got a good mix of guys who have been there before and guys who are hungry as fuck to get one. They're not bad. I just, I, I'm just not putting my money on D'Angelo Russell at the end of the day, especially seeing as he used to be on our team and we, he's not shit. But I feel you. He eats shit. I mean, D'Lo's one of those guys that you just don't know what you're going to get. He's kind of inconsistent. You know what I mean? You might get two points out of him one night. You might get 38. You yeah, mean, let's see if Rui keeps it up. Listen, I, I laughed at that trade uh, when it happened. I Great trade. I, I, I literally said, I, I started like breaking news, Lakers trade, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, who'd we get? And I see like, Rui Hacha, fuck it. Who? I was like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, I, I, hand to God, me and Paul were at lunch with one of my buddies. Uh, and, and I was like, who the fuck is that? And my buddy's like, you know, he's actually not a bad player, dude. He's pretty good. But like, yeah, I don't know why that's like breaking news. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. I'm like, unless we make some drastic moves and get rid of West Brick and blah, 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 blah. I don't really care. Come to find out, Rui's been probably one of the best additions that anybody's made at the trade deadline in a long time. He's not bad. He's not done bad. extremely well for us. He's filled the role. He's done what he has to do. I mean, between him, Vanderbilt, and D'Lo, like it gives us a, it gives. There's a lot of effort on the def- on the defensive side now. No, y'all been the best defensive team for a little while, so that's the only thing we worry about. Yeah, but since the trade deadline, statistically, I think we've been the best, but. It's still it's the Golden State Warriors, dude. Like, how many times are we going to see this movie? Dude, Kevon Looney's averaging seven and fifteen in the first round. Ridiculous. Would you say say that again? Seven points and fifteen rebounds. In see the first Looney? Round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what averaged. I mean, he's being. It, it's it, Golden Great. State's a juggernaut, dude. They're they're very difficult to beat. Right. You know, ask yeah, the Kings. They had a two zero lead on them. He's been on the team forever, so like, I guess it, it would be like if just like I don't know. Luke Cornett just started being an all-star for two playoffs in a row. And you guys were like, what the fuck? <laughs> he like is that. like... <laughs> sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, Duffy. We're just, we're just picking on Paul because Paul's like spaced out right now. He's like... Yeah, no, like, nah, yeah, he seemed like he was going through it. He's still, he's still going through it, yeah. <laughs> he's going through he's it, all right. All that, all that exciting Colts talk. <laughs> I told him, I was like, oh, I don't like that play. He's like, yeah, me neither. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess since we're on the topic real quick, do either of you have any opinions on Addison? Mm. I mean, not strong ones, no. You're talking about Jordan? Yeah, talking, I, I don't really know who he is. but they Jordan Addison excited, from USC? So he was the th- yeah, USC was- seems cool. He seemed all right. You no, know I mean? Jordan Addison, you know who he reminds me of? Like, exact clone. He reminds me of a freshly drafted Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, yeah. He oh, played, wait, real quick. Um, yeah. Does no one want to win the East? Because I'm watching the Knicks down by six in the fourth to no Jimmy Butler. Caleb yeah. Martin. 
yeah. going on. Well, Joey has it on right behind him, so I'm watching it over his uh, right shoulder. Do, do none of you want to win the East? What's what's the deal? They don't give a shit. Well, except for Philly, who's five and zero. Oh, but I mean, mm. no, I mean to, to be Philly, fair, like Philly's on a roll right now. You Nobody's watch, you watch. That. Obviously, you watch that game last night. And like, if you watch that game and you're a Celtics fan, like like me and Paul are, and you watch that, and you like, you can tell in game the, the, the Celtics don't give a shit. They were treating well, that. They treated the, that like you're a by far the worst coach left. Like it's not even close. Yeah, I mean Joe should have really done something about that because he was really like fucking up with a lot of like the the the, the, the substitutions and like calling timeouts and like that. Tatum was a wagon yesterday. Like I can't do, say anything negatively about Tatum, but the rest of the team was like, Muh. and Jalen. I'm sorry, Jalen Brown again in the playoffs. Oh, can't fucking I don't dribble. understand can't why he was the up for coach of the year. I don't get it. Because he had a great team. He had a great team given to him by Ime. He just kept it going, and they're like, oh, he's a fucking great I'm... coach. Yeah, fair, fair. That's... I, I saw that Brogdon pass. Holy shit, what the... Brogdon gave him the game. Brogdon's like, oh, shit, he's open. It's like, that's the wrong team. Wrong Fuck. team, bro. I saw that, and I was like, wow, there's a rare mistake that you don't see from an NBA-caliber team. No, Brogdon's <laughs> excellent. Maxie almost stopped. Maxi almost traveled because he didn't think it was real life. Yeah. Right. He almost hit him in the face. He caught it. He was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, he, he really just, did almost travel with he it. He just started. Funny. He just started sprinting. He's like, I, oh, I, "I was watching it, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on?" And I'm just sitting there going, "Like, wow, like you know, Embiid must be going off tonight because." Oh, Joe, <laughs> everyone sees your fucking troll post, and you this know, is... you know for damn sure that he wasn't playing at all. I posted on Facebook. I said, "How many points does Embiid have?" I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> and then to hear Horford after the game. Horford's like, yeah, we knew Embiid wasn't playing, so we really didn't try hard. It's like, what the fuck? It's the playoffs. Joey, Joey, would nothing make me and you happier than to see James Harden finally hit his playoff peak against Boston? No, fuck James I mean, Harden. I mean, I would, I would, listen, it would, it would go a long way towards restoring James Harden's likableness to me if he beat the Celtics. He needs to win, he needs to win game two in the Jenkos. <laughs> Dude. The Jankos are serious. All, all we have to do for, for the rest of the Boston games is put two strippers and a bowl of fried chicken court aside, and James Harden is, is all done because he's going to have to throw all his money at, at the club. There's a video of him recently slapping some guy outside of a strip club. You see that video? No. So some guy was, like, talking shit to him. He's like, blah, 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 bitch slap across the face. And it was James Harden at a strip club. I'm like, of course James Harden at a strip club is just uh, slapping people. He's getting his Aqib Talib on, bro. Let him be. I can't fucking stand that, dude. I, this, this series decides whether or not he leaves and goes to Houston or he stays. He's Why would he go back to Houston? Because well, he loves it and he loves the clubs. Just say he loves strip clubs. That's Because that's oh, the only thank reason. You, thank you. Dude, they fucking on there. They love him, he started that whole shit. He gained 20 fake pounds to get traded out of there, and he's going to go back. Oh, I love looking at the graphic right now. The show James Harden and Jason Tatum. Wow, what a world. <laughs> what do you say? The graphic on TV right now, it shows tomorrow's games, and it's uh, Tatum versus Harden. Oh, we're watching different stations. We're on YouTube TV, yeah. so we're a little bit, we might be a oh, little behind. I can't see you watching fucking. <clears throat> I was like, I see a woman drinking a Gatorade. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking a about. A hot woman drinking a Gatorade, too. Yeah, she looks great. Damn, she was fucking dope. Oh, yeah, there it is. Tatum and yeah, Harden. And then, yeah, of oh, course. LeBron play on YouTube TV. Okay, that makes sense. Look, look how ugly here. that man is. I literally think the top three teams left are whoever went, well, the two teams in the series next. I, I, I shouldn't think, say yeah, this. I think it's Denver, LA, Golden State, and then and, and then whoever comes out of the East would be the fourth best team left. I, I think Duffy said it right, <laughs> even, he, even though he was joking. I don't think any team in the East really wants to win. I don't think I even give a shit. How do you lose? How are the Knicks losing right now? They don't There's care. Are you You're watching this game? Caleb Martin at home. 
How did y'all lose to James Harden? Like, I listen, love James Harden, but still, Paul Reed? Listen, I'll tell you why the Knicks are doing bad right now. I mean, it's only a three-point game with 641 to go, so but, it's still... Well, but he, he have nobody. I know. This should be this should be a this should be a Knicks blow. Listen, but Duffy. again, I don't think the Knicks are all that great. I think they had a good season, but I don't think they're a great team. I think they've got some nice players and they're good. They remind me of like, I don't know, like ah fuck. Like the Cavaliers of the nineties. Like, yeah, okay. They they got to the finals oh once, God. but everybody knows it was a fucking it was it was a fluke. All right, Duffy. The reason why the Knicks are trembling right now is because the new god of New York is sitting courtside, Aaron Rodgers. I just like I have the Knicks going to the finals out of these four and I don't know what to think. Nah, if it's uh, listen, if it's Knicks ain't going to the if dance. it's Knicks and the Lakers or the Warriors, it, it's yeah, it's it's a sweep. I told you I'm terrified of the uh, Celtics versus the Heat. I'm like, we're fucked. We can't beat Jimmy. Jimothy. He got that dog. We ain't even gonna beat the Sixers. He's him and the dog. All listen, the same I, time. For the record, and Duffy, let me know if you agree with this. I still think Boston is going to find a way to beat Philly. Me too. They no, suck. I'm I'm sorry. I just like, think I don't even, believe like, in James. I'm unless because unless Embiid comes back and he's healthy, I just I don't know that James Harden can't keep doing that every night. No. So so uh, the Celtics path to the finals gets to be what? Uh, fucking Trey Young, and then fucking no Embiid the Sixers, and then whoever wins the shit series of fucking New York and Miami. Wow, we get to play the. Second youngest and best offense in the league, followed by LeBron fucking James in L.A., followed by the back-to-back MVP. Yeah, no big deal. What you yeah. bitching for? No, you I'm just not, talk, wait. You I'm just talked up James Harden. Side, not our side. Yeah, no. Like, listen, the West. Annoying. The West is an absolute juggernaut. This is back to like 2008, 2009, Ugh. 2010, annoying. like where it's just like you basically had like the Celtics in the East and everybody, and then everybody else. But out west, you had fucking Utah. You had with Carlos Boozer and fucking uh, uh, what's his face, uh, fucking Darren Williams. You Darren had Williams. you had the Mike Spurs. Bibby. You had fucking Mello and the and the Nuggets. You had fucking all these teams, and you're like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like it's just never ending. You had OKC. Kings. You know, the- Dude, our reward for beating the Kings was is you and fucking AD and LeBron. Our reward for beating that is taking a bunch of thirty five year old guys in the altitude to Jokic. Yeah. Yeah, true. It's 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 gonna be a fucking. Dog the West shit. is a fucking grind right now, dude. It's gonna make it all the more worth it when we win, but Jesus. I mean, it will. It will be if if whoever wins this out of the Lakers and the Warriors, if they go on to both, if one of the either one of those teams, and I believe they will, whoever wins this series between us, will go on to win the win the finals. Is this this might be one of the most rewarding paths to a championship that I've ever been a part of? Oh yeah. Just based well, on how difficult, I mean, where the Lakers were, you know, uh, two weeks before the trade trade deadline, to what they've what they did at the trade deadline to uh, potentially being in the finals. I mean, yeah, right, best record since the All Star break. I mean, right there, dude. That's 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 insane. Yeah. And that's same good. for the Warriors. I mean, all the adversity, all the injuries, all the bullshit, and you know, being the defending champs, having that target on your back. The only thing that worries me about the Warriors is they've been absolutely shit on the road. Until this last series, it's hard to get up for game one four titles. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go fight the Rockets on the road on a Thursday, yay! Right. Uh, I mean, I agree. It is tough, but it's also Taylor Green and all these guys. Your, look, but it's your job. Damn. Right. That that game check probably looks pretty good too. Yeah. <laughs> right. The game, that, the, that'd be enough to get me the fuck up off on a plan. But well, yeah. But the thing is, is the game check. The game. The game, check. the game check's there whether you win or not. Doesn't matter. Right. It's the NBA. Yeah. Uh, but all right, so Duffy, give me your your professional 
basketball opinion. I respect your opinion uh, when it comes to basketball more enough, more as uh, almost more than anybody. Uh, who do you who do you have? Obviously, I know you got the Warriors in the finals. Who do you have in the East? Jesus Christ! I have the Knicks, but they're not making me look very confident right now. Okay, but yeah, are you gonna, listen? You can change it up if you're not confident. You can switch I'm it not, up. I mean, like I think they're gonna win this series, and they have a bet. They match up against Boston very well. I just, I agree. I, mean, I ultimately, I think the Eastern Conference Final is gonna be Knicks Celtics. I, I just, I don't have any faith in Philly. I don't have any faith in James Harden. I don't have any faith in Joel Embiid to stay healthy. And I don't. I mean, I know the Celtics have had the Sixers number this year per se. I don't think. I think you throw that out. I really don't think that matters. But at the same time, I just feel like the Celtics just have more talent. You know, they're deeper. They're better. They'll find a way to win this series. They'll find a way to win. They need, like, get the dog in the none of them have and then fucking fall apart like they did last year. I think game four is, like, the most fun game of my entire life. Yeah, that, that was fucking fun. <laughs> was that the one where uh, – that was the one – was that the one where – That was the one where Poole hit the half-court shot at the half, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was that watching. was the Steph, that was the Steph game though. No, that was game two. Steph game was game four in Boston. Oh, right, 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 game right, right. Game five. Game five. Game um, five. Yeah, no, no, no. No, yeah, it was game four because it was when they were down. They were down one two, and Steph. You, at the end of game three, Steph was just sitting there on the bench, like smirking, like no big deal. Yeah, we had we had home court. I don't know why I thought they had home court. Yeah, no, I remember that. I was fucking. That was amazing. But, um, but yeah, no. Thanks for the call, bud. Appreciate the time. Yeah. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Good luck, I guess. Kind I of mean, <laughs> I won't say good luck, but I will say have fun. Good luck, but not yeah, really. Yeah, definitely. Respect to – and re real quick before I go, um, respect to every Sacramento King except for Devontae Bonus. Um, I, I overlooked them. I didn't give them a single chance. They're a fucking real team. And if they get rid of Harrison Barnes and replace him with anybody else of equal value, they might actually do something in the future. You guys have a good night. All right, Duffy. Thanks Later, for the call, bro. I appreciate Adios, you, man. muchachos. Good call. I, I listen. I love Duffy's Duffy's takes on basketball. I go back and forth with him all day on Facebook every day. His basketball acumen is one of the one of my top rated uh, of people that I know. Him, T, uh, Tommy, Durant's up there. Uh, you know, a couple other guys that I know that just Marcus. Obviously, like they just they know the game of basketball and they watch it and they study it and they know it well. And Duffy's right there in that conversation with him. So um, appreciate the call. 774-992-8702. Uh, right now, we are looking at the final, like, what, five minutes? Are we under five minutes yet? Uh, I didn't see. Let me know. Uh, Who's this leprechaun motherfucker? Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is this leprechaun? It looks like Dave Portnoy's fat Irish Uncle. twin. Six minutes that. tie game, 93-93 at MSG. And then we got Lakers-Warriors coming up here in about 15 Boo. minutes. <laughs> uh, but again, I'm going to go out on a limb and say whoever wins Warriors-Lakers, whoever wins this series, I think goes on to win the title. I just think those are the two best teams in the league. I know Denver is on paper. They're better. They're playing good. They're, they destroyed Phoenix last night. But, oh, we, we, didn't, even, we didn't even let Duffy gloat about uh, how that his – Every year. Is there a more reliable injury than a Chris Paul injury in the second round of the playoffs? Uh, no, it's like clockwork. You can set your watch Every to fucking time. Duffy says this every year, and he's one of the people that says, he's like, yeah, he's like, great. Cool, you got Chris Paul. Yeah, he'll be hurt. Don't worry. 
and he always mm-hmm. fucking is. So then you've got Kevin Durant, who's probably sitting there going like, oh, great, now i got to do it all myself. And he's just not going to do it. Denver just demoralized and embarrassed the Suns last night. I think that's probably going to end in five games. I think that'll be a gentleman's sweep. Um, and then they'll just sit there and wait to see who the outcome of this this Warriors Lakers series is. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going Lakers in six. Um, if it goes past six, I think it's the Warriors. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm not taking the the Lakers. I'm taking the war. I'm just taking the Warriors because of the experience. I, I'm, listen, I'm not even going to be mad at you for taking the Warriors. I think this is about as coin flip as a coin flip gets. I don't trust AD being healthy. The AD's going to be like, ah, my knees. That's my, my that's my biggest fear is that something will happen to AD or LeBron, and but it's then not it, going to be LeBron. But then it won't be it won't be as fun. Like honestly, if the Warriors beat us and AD and LeBron stay healthy the whole series, tip of the cap. Hey, congratulations, you earned it. You deserve it, and honestly, I hope the Warriors go on and hope Steph gets his fifth. I, I really do. That's crazy. He's gonna get a fifth if, if you know, he's on the verge of getting a fifth. I uh, know it sucks. I mean, they're knocking on the door, dude. Like if they get through the Lakers, and I mean, again, Denver's no pushover, but I feel like whoever wins this, because of the experience, the been there before, done that kind of thing, I think that's that's gonna get them past Denver in the in the Western Conference Finals. And again, you remember, I picked Denver. I told you guys Denver was gonna be mm-hmm. good for the next couple of years, three years ago. Everybody remember I picked him to finish second in the West, and everybody was like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, that's that's a good fucking team." Joker goes on to win an MVP, solid dudes, you know, and so on and so forth. The rest is history. But whoever wins this Lakers Warriors series, I feel like is going to win the NBA Finals. So I hope it's the Lakers in six because I don't know that we can go back to Golden State for a Game Seven and beat them in Oracle. Yeah, LeBron's done it once before. It's too difficult. But that's a tall ask, dude. That's a tall ask. Of course it is. Not 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 really loving that idea. So seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Roll one seat one Joey Fats Radio. Live right here on the one the new Bedford Guide. Thank you all for joining us. Uh we I don't know what happened to Durant. He didn't he called and it disconnected somehow and then he didn't I think I think he got his point across why he was calling. He's like Boston sucks. Oh maybe that was all he was calling to say. Just Boston sucks. Listen, it was a rough twenty four hours to be a Boston fan. So let's let's dive into that real Dude, quick. Dude, the fucking garden has to be blown up. I mean That's cursed. cursed. You go from game seven overtime, Bruins losing, which collapse. I'm not one to sit here and say collapse. I told you so. I, I wish Graham well, was still in the room. What I taught us so. Being up three one, that's that's crazy. It's a gigantic collapse. And I don't want to hear about it. And like I'm not gonna sit here and pretend to be the biggest Bruins fan in the world because I'm not. But Graham, who is a diehard Celtics fan who's a do- dedicated listener as well, and I wish he was still here, but he he might not be. He I feel bad for guys like him who watch every single game, the whole season, dedicated fan, and to watch that back breaking loss. And then after the game, you, you hear like, oh, oh, Mark, he's like, oh, you know, I've, I've been really fucked up and I'm hurt. And Patrice, right. oh, I'm really. Guys, I don't want to hear you're injured. Everyone's fucking injured. But didn't I say Everyone's that? Injured. Didn't I say that like two months ago, why the Bruins weren't, or a month ago, why the Bruins weren't going to win the Stanley Cup? Because they're an old team. They, they And they're going to get worn down. They're going to get worn out. Now, I did, I was off a little bit. I did say they were going to lose in the second round, not the first round. But I am not above saying I told you so. so but the Panthers. Hats off to them to be down three one and be mentally tough to still come back and win. But isn't that what hockey is? like? It doesn't this, this doesn't this series in a, just define hockey in a nutshell? Absolutely, it's three one. It doesn't fucking matter. Like a three one lead in hockey means nothing. Like isn't wait isn't that isn't that a hockey thing? 
No, the three, three, one, three, one uh, lead. The three, in one lead, right? But that, I'm saying three, well, one, in, three, in a one. game, in a, go, in a no, game. No, no, I know in a game, three, one, because you kind of take your foot off the gas, and all of a sudden, like boom, boom, a couple things don't go your way. And next thing you know, it's tied hey, up. Hey, Mello, <laughs> he's dancing in the crowd. So I mean, it, it's kind of funny because again, how many times have we seen? Like we we saw the Bruins blow a three, one lead back in what 2012, or or no 2010? I think it was the year before they. Uh, they lost. Excuse me. They lost. I think they blew like a three-one lead or a three-zero lead to Philly or something like that. This team has a lot uh, of choking losses. The they, this Bruins team. But I don't know that it's so much. But every I feel like everybody does. What for the last ten years, the best team in the league, record-wise, hasn't won the Stanley Cup. There They've been eliminated is, the, yeah. by the second round. There yep. is a President's Trophy curse. Like and the, it's and the Bruins were President Trophy winners, and there's a curse associated with that. Way if you win that trophy, you likely don't advance in the playoffs. I just, I don't know. It's Hockey's one of those weird sports where, you know, typically when you have a best-of-seven series, whether it's baseball or the NBA, you know, those two sports, if it's a best-of-seven, typically the best team is going to win. Mm-hmm. You know, baseball, it's usually, you know, like you predict, accurately predicted a couple of years ago, whatever bullpen or pitching rotation gets hot at yeah, the right time. That's all it is. And, and that's that. But obviously there's a lot more to it, too. Like, of course. You know, the best team in the league usually wins in a seven-game set. Absolutely. Or the best team in the in the series usually wins a seven game set. Absolutely. NBA, it's 100% true. That outside of that one upset that we had with Dallas and and the Golden State Warriors back in like 08 or 07 whatever it or was. Or Dallas with the Heat way back when. Ah, uh, but see, I think we on Dirk, a, Dirk Nowitzki and like the 5000 layups to, to basically right, but win. I think on a, on its face that looked like that the best felt, team in the league, but that, that I mean like that it. that Mavs team, you remember dude, that Mavs team that was, that was a wagon, too, but you had prime they LeBron, prime Wayne, prime The Bosch. defending champs. I know. I get it. But it still seemed like when they were in going LA. into the finals against the Heat, that Heat team was so good and so powerful that you're like, there's but no they way were, the Mavs but they win. were But they were so unchallenged, the Heat team. Of course. The East they had a, they The East was trash. They had it in LeBron. Jesus. Even, LeBron even said it that, you know, he they hadn't learned how to win yet. And and I think that showed through. Like they had they had I think they were up like two games to one in that point, and then uh, Dirk just did his thing. But that that team defensively, that Mavericks team was fucking disgusting with Tyson mm-hmm, Chandler, mm-hmm. Dirk. You had uh, Jason Terry was shooting the fucking lights out that year. Jason Terry, that's right. uh, who was the who was their point guard there? Um, was it no not JJ Barea? Was it, uh, for the for the for the Mavs? Oh my god, I can't even remember. What year was that? Two thousand eleven. I don't remember. But uh, twelve years ago, no clue. <laughs> but it's just—it's one of those things. Because remember, like that was the Andrew Bynum. I think I think it was JJ Barea. Oh, was it JJ Redick? JJ Redick was definitely playing back then. It was. It might have been JJ Redick when he clotheslined him, and then you know Bynum ripped the jersey off going out the tunnel, and and it was like, dude, come on, like you just clotheslined a tiny white guy in the closing minutes of a blowout game in in, in an elimination game. Right, and, like relax. Yeah, bro. like you're acting like you just. Like, you know, did something cool. Like, that was kind of the end of Andrew Bynum, too. Like, I remember, like, that. Jason Terry, J.J. Barea, Tyson Chandler, Kristen. Christoph Porzingis? Porzingis? No, Porzingis wasn't there yet. It says on, it says on the 2011 roster he was there. Porzingis. Michael Michael Finley, Devin Harris, Sean Marion, Javay McGee. What the fuck? Wow. Javay McGee. This can't uh, fucking be right. This has to be wrong. Google, you're all fucked up. J.J. Barea, Corey Brewer, Karen Butler, Brian Tyler, Tyson Chandler, Brennan Haywood, Dominic Jones, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd was still there? Wow. No 
shit. Yeah, so it was J.J. Barea. Pozingis was not there, lying sack of shit. Google. No, he was definitely not there. Tyson Chandler. Peja Stoyakovich was on that team. Peja Holy was, yeah, shit. Jason Terry. Uh, Sasha Pavlovich. Dirk. Novak. Sean Marion. Jason Kidd. Yeah, you had Brandon Haywood on that team. Karan Butler. Corey Brewer. Yeah, it was a This de- was a vet-heavy team. That's why they won. I mean, they because they were just they'd been around like they just kind of knew like the they that's like they the just, Warriors now. They just stole. Yeah, they basically like stole them. the the Spurs yeah. mentality and were just like, all right, we're just gonna do the right the little things right and fundamentally play fundamentally sound basketball. Fundamental and basketball. Let won. the rest fall where it may. Yeah. And then Dirk came out, and made some plays. Jason Terry made some plays, and they beat the fucking Heat in six. Bing bang. Well, and well. that was the last bang, time bang. I ever rooted against LeBron. Yep. Was that year because I didn't want LeBron to go to the Heat and assemble that team and win it year one because I feel like, like no, I want you to earn it. Like I just after they lost that, I was like, all right, I'm all on board with the Heatles. But that first year, the not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Like that was like God, get the fuck out of here. I'm like this is like prime time like modern athlete entitlement, and I couldn't stand it. And I was just like, no, fuck you. Like I want you to earn it first. Like, I, you, you, you haven't earned it yet. And I remember going and watching the Celtics sweep the Knicks in Madison Square Garden. I was there for game four that year. Mm-hmm. And they, when they swept the Knicks, and the Knicks went on, uh, the Celtics went on to lose the Heat the following, you know, the next round. And it was just like, damn it. Like, I almost wanted the Celtics to win that because I just didn't want the Heat to have that easy of a road. Right. And thank God that, you know, in Dirk we trust, and, and he knocked them down a peg. And then they came back and they won two out of the next four and everything was all right in the world because, you know what, they, they earned it. They deserved it. And I, I appreciated that because, I, you know, I wanted them to have to work for it. I didn't want them just to have, like, be like, oh, yeah, we're, we're just going to all three of us decide to team up in this one spot and boom, look at us. I mean, it was fun. I mean, the whole, like, Wade over the shoulder, alley-oop to LeBron doing the whole, right, like, right, pose. Right, picture. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking, that shit was fucking sick. It was awesome. Right. But I was like, nah, fuck you. Like, that's too easy. You know, like, it, it never used to be like this. So it was like kind of, that was a brand new thing, even though the Celtics had done it five years before that. But whatever, neither here nor there. What was the whole point of this? Oh, right, the best team winning. <laughs> Right, so back to the Bruins. The best team doesn't always win in a seven-game series, and that just shows, it again, puck luck. You're up 3-1, dude. Like, I thought for sure it was going to be – it was Boston's – game seven, Boston was probably going to put it away. You're like, all right. Like, oh, yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm like, yeah. When the Panthers tied it up when they won their second one, I knew we were fucked. I'm not going to lie. I had a bad feeling in my stomach. I'm like, we're not going to make it. When they forced the game seven and they won six and we didn't put it away, I was like, oh, fuck. It's a bad feeling, dude. When you're up that much, you know, it's like when you've got that, like, you know, you're up 27-14 in the NFL. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know, there's eight minutes to go. And it was seven minutes and 38 seconds, you know, they hit a bomb. And it's like, uh-oh. You become that Pepe meme and just sweating. There at the 27-21. You're like, all right, all right, let's just get a first down here. And it's like, oh, three and out. And you're like, fuck. And, like, you already know where this is going. Yeah. Especially if it's, like, Pat Mahomes or Tom Brady on the other side. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, or worse yet, Ben Roethlisberger, because you're just like, why won't you die? Like, you just, you know, very, that's, mo- very mobile quarterback. That, that's what, yeah, they're all very mobile. Dual threat. That's when, if I was a coach, I'd be like, Kendrick Perkin defense. <laughs> just send a guy in, take out the guy's knees. You know, that was like, uh, it's it's like that, that sinking feeling you get when uh, it's third and 17 in the Super Bowl. 
and Patrick Mahomes runs out and like all of a sudden finds Tyreek Hill for 21 yards, and you're like, well, it's been fun, San Francisco, but that ain't going to do it. Bro, yeah. what about <laughs> – I love analogies like that because last year as a Patriots fan, we'd be like, third and three. I'm like, fucking just punt it right now because we ain't getting those three odds. <laughs> Might as well punt and hope they fumble because we ain't getting that shit. Dude, I've never, I've never swore – I actually asked my wife and my son to leave the Patriots-Jets game. They ended up winning, like, 7-3. to three. Oh, well, the or punt return. Yeah. yeah. I've never swung that much at a game and I was because I was like, just kill me. I, I hope someone drives into my house and just kills me on watching this game. No offensive movement the whole game. Brutal game. Total yards for the whole game for both offenses, I think, of total was, like, 90-something yards for both teams combined. I was like, just kill me. I don't want to watch football anymore. Brutal game to watch. Absolutely brutal. If I go through that again this year, I'm going to just kill Mac Jones myself. I'll say it live. Yep. I don't disagree. It's, don't. Bad. it's not going to be that bad, though. Luckily for you, for Dumb Patriots fans. Dumb ways to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not going to be that bad. I actually think the Patriots oh, I'm not are going to be better than people think I'm again this year, as they were last year. A lot of people thought they were going to suck last year. They, but were, uh, they just had no offense. The defense was great. Defense is phenomenal. Uh, 774-992-8702. What do we got left? We got Oh, so we got Jinko James. We wanted to put that up. Oh, Jesus. I, 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 I dubbed it over with the, oh, you can tell everybody. Oh, I, <laughs> I see, so James Harden pulled up to the garden, and you know this is the shot of him and his teammates right here. Horrible. Um, last night. Uh, I, I know Jenko jeans are making a comeback, you know, in small pockets. They're not. Um, <laughs> they look like shit. <laughs> they look like shit. But this is Harden walking in last night, and you're just like, Okay, interesting choice. What's he wearing? Is that a moon on on his jacket? What is that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I mean, it's just it's it's a little weird. I mean, it's 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 pretty swagged out. I mean, I guess, but you know, him and Westbrook. I mean, they're old teammates. You know, they 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 got to one up each other in the fashion department. I'm sure Cam Newton's sitting there going, "Damn it, why didn't I think of that? Bring the Jinko jeans back." Yeah. But like, where? But you need like the. You need the you need the you need the chains, you know, and they got to be black and like you need the Slipknot T-shirt the on, and shit. you know, like the like in the, the Slipknot T-shirt that Slipknot. has like no, it has like the picture of the band on the front. So oh yeah, like, all you, nine all, of all them, all the all nine of them right. with the masks on, the original and cover, like Slipknot. Yeah, like you need yeah. that, and then you know you got to have like you know the bull ring piercing. That was a badass and, CD. I'm not gonna lie, Iowa. Yeah. Oh fuck. No, it. Iowa was second. The first one was just self entitled Slipknot. Oh. No, I thought Iowa, Iowa was, the, was the goat one. on that. Was a silver, oh, silver yeah, cover, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was the the first like two or three albums. Yeah, were fucking fire, dude. I still listen to them every day. They've, Slipknot has quickly become like one of my like sneaky like top three favorite bands of all time. They're great. Like obviously, even their new shit is uh, still go- it's awesome. Good, yeah, they, Metallica still reigns supreme. Seventy two seasons. It's not Master of Puppets, but it chugs. I haven't listened to seventy two seasons yet. It's it's fucking good, dude. Yeah. It's I mean, like I said, you don't don't go into it expecting a masterpiece like Ride the Lightning or or Injustice. Just go into it enjoy and enjoy some good thrash metal. Just go into it and enjoy and, and do that, and you will love it. It chugs. It's fucking good. But then like, I don't know, like who my number two favorite? I think Slipknot's probably moved into number two, and then Slayer in a tight race for three. Because I like I never listened to Slayer when I was a kid. I've only listened to Slayer probably within like the last like I'd say ten years or so. I started listening to Slayer, so I'm still discovering new shit that they've done, and I'm like, whoa, 
this is rad. And it's like, you get to listen to it already knowing it fucks. And then you hear it for the first time and you're like, bruh, sick. Like, who's the, um... this is awesome. Like, it's fucking Slayer. Yeah, I don't really listen to. No, you're not a metal guy. You're a fucking hip hop guy through and through. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I'm, I'll, I'm be listening, I'll be listening. I'll be in Paul's truck and I'll be like, listening and be like, who the fuck is this? And be like, you don't know who MC Search is? And I'm like, nope. He's like, the guy who put Nas on? I'm like, didn't know that. He's like, amateur. This is du- <laughs> this is Dub Baby 2. Dub Baby 2. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's the funniest thing. Like whatever his, his fuck whatever that song is that he did his fucking leaf blower video to. Oh, oh my god. That's um fuck, is that Migos? No, it's not Migos. I think it was Migos, was it not? Uh, Pull it up. You both have it saved on your phones for Christ's sake. It's not saved. Wait, what fuck? I happened to watch that at work and my coworkers were dying and they're like, Are you watching trap videos? I'm like, nah, it's a buddy of mine made a video about a leaf blower. They're like, What? <laughs> and they're like, How old is he? And I'm like I don't know. I just played it off. <laughs> I'm gonna think he's in his thirties. <laughs> they be like, "What the fuck?" That video was hilarious. Paul's. Paul, it is. Paul's TikTok is actually pretty fucking good. Unkin <laughs> Few. Quavo. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's Migos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is he one of the? Is he one of the Migos? Yeah. Hotel lobby. The geek gets me every time. Yeah. Yeah, don't play it too long. We'll lose the feed. No, no, yeah, no, yo, you get paid um, to me. But yeah, Paul's fucking TikTok is fucking hilarious. Go follow it. He makes some funny I only shit. got like three things. He on. doesn't I, make much. I took, but a bunch, when, I took a couple things off, but. He doesn't make much, but boy, when he does, it is funny. Yeah. Um. All right, what else do we got to get into here, boys? Do we have anything left? Wait a minute. I know we got some shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You want to you do the uh, the funny video of the, the Patriots draft pick? Keon White in the oh, second yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. Being Does everybody? You know that he explained himself. With oh that, no, right? no, he wasn't sad at all. It was just like it was a it was a delay, and then so this video was, was taken horribly out of context. But it's wicked funny. Hor- horribly out of context, but it was live, which made it ten times funnier. Like he looked, uh, he's looks probably. Like they didn't know. He didn't know that he's been picked yet. No, he had no idea. He there was. He hadn't gotten a phone call. Nothing. So this is all like footage from like I don't know, like five minutes earlier, and like his mom's crying, and you know he's just sitting there like looking pissed off because it's already round two. But everyone sees the handshake, and then and his they, boy talked to him, and be like, "Yo, you had drafted." He's like, "Nah." <laughs> well, he said he's nah. not a very like emotional guy. I love either. it. I love that. He's not like he doesn't like project his feelings like he doesn't put anything on the front but it was just super funny it during the broadcast everybody's like wow this dude and of course all the patriots haters and everybody who like who you know they they it latch onto hilarious. that whole like the jake long thing like it's they don't even have fun in new england like you know, we have fun over here like everybody jumped onto that and was like oh look he's pissed he's going to new england Fuck. that's what i thought i was like oh that boy is not fucking happy he's got to play but that wasn't the, that wasn't the case at all it like was just said, super like, fucking funny like he i is. said like going going to like practice with like other teams it's like oh it's fun it's football practice going to fucking practice with the patriots it's like oh shit i'm going to work yeah <laughs> I, I made i made the joke online where they they tell me patriot when they get drafted like hey watch full metal jacket it's not anything like that but just watch it just in case <laughs> you know but, but like uh by the way 
Point to me. Seven, six, two millimeter. I didn't get the right Full player. metal jacket. I didn't get the right player, but I got the right position. I said we were going cornerback Devin Witherspoon, but he got drafted fifth overall by the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. But we got Christian Gonzalez, who yeah. I thought was the better of the two. But what do I know? I'm only a fucking whatever. Well, that's, the your, boy. that's your boy, Paul. Yeah. That's your boy. I mean... I didn't watch Watched him last year. He was nice. He's, 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 say, he's like a keep to leave. I watched of Oregon last year, yeah. and I only watched it because Paul likes Oregon, and yeah, they're, usually on, they're usually on at 10 o'clock at night or whatever, so it's right, usually, right. usually it's one of the last games, and you just kind of you get home. Hey, like, with YouTube TV, I can get the Pac-12 network and all that shit yeah. and watch all the Oregon games? Probably. Pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Dope. That's dope. Yeah, I'm not paying for that. that shit. But, but yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, as far as Oregon's defense went, he was fucking, he was a pivotal part of. Yeah, he was, he was lights out. Yeah. All last year. Yeah, he was nasty as but, fuck. Like his comparison in the NFL is a keep to leave. That's his comparison. That's nice. He's six one. He's fluid. He's, that's he's a, a good comparison. He's a that's decent. A big, that's a big length. That's a big rangy dude, bro. Like, he's a, he's a decent tackle, but he's very quick recovery. That's the thing. Like they said, yeah, like, he had good speed. Yeah, he's like four. He very, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, very Stanley. He's four four, and he's six one. And then yeah. the other thing, I, I really liked Keon wow, White. I never one, thought, four, four, huh? yeah, wow. I never thought we were going to get Keon White because I thought it was going to be way. I thought he was going to be picked a lot earlier. But when Keon White fell to us, it almost felt like Vince Wolfork again. You know how he fell mm. like, unexpectedly. Keon White fell like he was invited to the draft to be uh, a first round pick, and then him and Will Levis were like, "We're not coming back. Like we're not going to be the only two assholes sitting in there by ourselves." So yeah. they're like they both said, "We're going home." So when he got picked, his high-end comparison, again, high-end comparison, is JPP. If the Patriots drafted JPP, like a young JPP, I'll be right. fucking ecstatic. Yeah, right. absolutely. Pans out to be Imagine a, drafting yeah. Aqib Tlaib and JPP and being like, yeah. there's your a defense. A JPP with all of his digits. Yeah. Ah, he yeah. just comes Before out. Before the club. But then, I mean, even, even after the club, he was still fucking Before nasty. the sandwich hands. Keon White. afterwards, he was disgusting. I know. Keon White. Disgusting power numbers. What this guy throws up for for numbers on the bench and stuff like that. Like it just, I don't know. I was I was excited he with that. He looked like pick. a fucking house. I was like, Yo, he boy. is a house. Yeah, he's an absolute he's unit, crazy. dude. He looks like, he looks like what college is he? Um, Keon White was not UCLA. No, was he West Coast? Mm, hold on, was it Bay- not Baylor? Was it USC? No, it was small college, no. wasn't it? Yeah, not it like small. Pitt or no. anything. It wasn't like yeah, it wasn't USC. Who the fuck am I thinking from USC? That's Jordan Addison. That's okay. the wide receiver we were just talking about earlier. Right, right. Georgia right. Institute of Technology. Georgia Institute of Technology. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a green and white. So jersey. he's a smart motherfucker yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, right. Yeah, I mean that helps. Yeah, when you understand what Belichick's putting down. He's six six two eighty nine. It's a big dude. Yeah, that's. Fun. He just looks like he has an ounce of fat on him either. No, he's just I yoked. Like, I know he's like five percent body fat. He's just like yeah. You see that guy sitting fat. on his couch? His mom's crying. Like you right. could draft it to New England. He's going to the war. Yeah, <laughs> she's just crying. Thank Bye, God mom. that guy's out of his house because he keeps punching holes in a sheetrock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna see too many white monsters. One. Yeah, good. Now you can pay for all these. Yeah, right. <laughs> your rookie deal. Good. Give me that advance. Yeah. Um, I need to get this place replastered. Uh, wow. Does Will Levis's girlfriend leave him or not? Absolutely not. Hell no. Absolutely Will not. Made, Will Levis just made bank, dude, still. I, I thought know. that blonde chick was, was with him. That's his sister's. Yeah, yeah. The sisters he had three right. women, and I was like, No, the what curly the head fuck? chick is his girlfriend. Yeah, everybody's, I follow her on Instagram. She's everybody's bad. all speculating, like, Oh, she's gone. Like, oh, she Gia, wanted a $40 million. Gia Duddy, I think, is her I name. I don't know who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I follow her, I follow her on Instagram. She's. She's pretty smoking. Yeah. Forty-four reps of two twenty-five. Forty-four of two twenty-five. That's a lot. Yeah, Keon and White. he ran four six forty. 
think my best was for three hundred pounds running a four six forty. My best, my best at two twenty five was like thirty two. He's That's also he's also got you by like twelve thirteen years. No, I mean I did that probably. Oh, years, years ago. ago. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that shit to her. No, I don't. I don't do ride reps like that anymore. I could probably bang out like twenty five right now, but not me. Of what two twenty five? Yeah. You know what I did the other day in my garage? I, 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 I threw in some music. I grabbed 50-pound dumbbells, and I did 100 reps of just, like, flat flat bench. Just like I took, like, a 10-second interval and just kept going. Yeah, there you go. My chest, my chest was, like, obliterated on the next fire. day. Yeah. Yeah. All that lactic acid building up. Yeah, I felt yeah, like shit the next morning. into the microphone. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I was just yelling. You're on, right. you're on the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. You're, so, you're on the radio. My, you got to speak into the mic. My arm was fucking killing me. So, um, oh, right. we had another topic. Hold on, we had yeah, one more topic. We, we talked about something stupid, bitch, Sean. We said something about New York, about the Jets, or something like that. We talked about that. Oh, well, we were gonna try to project, you know, because obviously the media is like, oh my god, there yeah. he is, Aaron Rodgers. He's yeah. there tonight in a the Jets, Jets is like odds to win the Super Bowl shot up by Which like. I don't, under, I don't, don't understand why. why. Not, not in football, man. Like, yeah, I get when it. You get LeBron James on your team. All right, I get it. Your odds are gonna fucking shoot up. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, the Knicks struggle that win, but they get it. Oh yeah, they got it easy. Yeah, they got it. So, right. Uh, good for them because they needed to. Because if you if you lose that game without Jimmy buckets. <laughs> Bad hit. Tommy's happy. Tommy's very happy. Um, maybe not pleased, but happy. Please. Happy they won. Not pleased with the way it happened. But um, hold on, I'm looking it up right now. Like other topics and shit like that. What? Not, we, we? I thought we had something. Something we just missed too. That was like major. Anything baseball? Major. No. No, we did RG three. We did the draft. We did the NBA playoffs. We gave you our predictions for the NBA playoffs. The, yeah. NFL, the NFL suspended like six guys Why? for gambling on, oh, on yeah. uh, like DraftKings and shit like that. Right. Jesus Christ! Yeah, they're gonna have to get over that real quick. All year suspensions too. Who uh, could have been anybody major? Because I didn't. Yeah, it was the rookie from um, Detroit. What's his name? The big wide receiver they were drafted in the first round last year. They suspended him for a season, a whole year. Ah, uh, the one from Alabama. Can't think of his fucking name. You're not talking about fucking uh, JMO. Jamal, uh, was it Jamal Williamson's? Hold on, I'll tell you the guys that get suspended right now. You know what I'm talking about? Amon Ra. No. Say Brown. No, 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 no. Amon Ra. Which you just got to say his name like Broncos Country, Let's Ride. Yeah. And it just makes it way more fun. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Amon Ra. Say Brown. Yeah, Broncos Country, Let's Ride. Right. <laughs> Bless your ass. Thank uh, you. I can't wait. I'm honestly, like, we're what now? This is May. Five months away. Four months away. Five, yeah. We're four months away from football. And I'm excited for football again this year. Yeah, me too. CJ Moore, Quentin Cephalus, Jameson Williams. Uh, Jameson Williams, he was the big first round yeah, pick for the Lions. About, yeah. um, Shaky Tony, Shaka Tony, Stanley Berryhill. Um, it's like six dudes. They all bet on other sports, but they bet with apps, and that's like against like the, the player guidelines. Yeah, that's going to probably so change in the next dumb. CBA. Yeah. I don't think, like why, why does it matter? I'm not playing. I'm not betting on football. Like who gives a shit? Because right. you just the NFL still while it wants it wants everybody to bet. They can't have the uh, the image of that players are betting on shit because once players start betting on shit, people will start to have ideas mm. and probably pretty accurate ideas. You know, like hey man, like oh you know if JJ Watt was still on the Texans and he's sitting there and being like yo Altuve, I need you to strike out. You know, right? Depending on you to strike out twice tonight, like 
game gets out of hand, do you throw me a strikeout? You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, sure, bro. Like, I'll strike out for you to win two hundred grand. Like, right. you know, I mean, it could even though that might not be the case at all, people will still perceive it that way, and it'll right. just be ugly. Which it. again, betting his betting fantasy sports has ruined sports. Everything is everything is garbage now. Right. And from this point going forward, nothing will ever be the same. But it's not going to stop me from watching. So right. when's the uh, Kentucky Derby? Is that coming up? Uh, no, that's all. Is that May? Yeah. Oh, it is pretty early, isn't it? Why do, it's why not going to be I, this year, but sometime I, I want to go uh, to that. This Saturday. I want to. It's oh. this Saturday. Yeah. At some point in my life, I want all of us to go. I want to dress in a ridiculously overpriced suit, like it's like pink and coral, with like a yellow sombrero hat, Take and go there. And go hand out hundred dollar bills. <laughs> and go there like a cigar. I don't even smoke. <laughs> Betting on horses, I know nothing about. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I would definitely be down. I would go to the yeah, Let's get press passes. All, all, all the I, women. Don't think, I don't even want press passes. I want to be rubbing elbows with all the people up in the... All the women have to wear ridiculously over-the-top hats. Why would you want press passes? Nobody cool is in the... No, no you're going to be standing in the mud. I interview a horse? You just walk in and be like... Who are you talking to? The horses? Yeah, but all the cool people are up in the stands. Yeah, you go... I want to go find Wes Welker fucking roll, you know, yeah, you rolling on... Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. You go into the VIP section, you just... Hey. Yeah, but I don't need press passes for that. We just go in and hang out. Yeah. I'm gonna look for Cliff Kingsbury for personal, yeah. <laughs> for personal preference. I'm going. For, I'm gonna find Jared Goff and I'm gonna propose to his to his fiance or his wife. Like, I'm gonna go find his man and propose. I'm to like, his wife. I'm gonna I'm gonna come in and be like, Yo, Jared Goff, Mr. Steele, your girl is here. It's me. <laughs> it's me, Ron Brace. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, how you doing, Ron Brace? Hot ninety seven in the house. What's up? I played for your husband six years ago. He's like, No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Harper still probably yeah she's gonna be top three for me right now. Her Paulina Gretzky. Wow, this Saturday I fucked up. I had no clue. Mm, Paige oh Sparanek? shit, the Lakers are starting. Yeah, nah, probably not Paige. I don't know. Paige Sparanek? Yeah, she's up there. But I, I mean, I would probably put Christian Harper, Paulina Gretzky, Sky Bree. Porn star, she's up there. Yeah, she came out of nowhere recently. I've seen her everywhere recently. Or I don't know that that other. Uh, it's trippy, Brie, Brie, something other. She's the blonde girl. Who I don't know. I star. don't know who that one is. She's up there too. It's trippy, Brie. It's her. That's her Instagram handle. I don't know what her actual like, full name is, but I don't subscribe yeah. to her Insta. Fan. I don't subscribe to her OnlyFans, so I to don't her know. Her Insta fans. Yeah, her Insta fans. Wow, good for you, Britney Spears. Oh my God, dude! The Britney Spears tit shot today was fucking amazing. Like talk about What's the second picture. Yeah, that's what my she gets so, rowdy on Instagram. My dude. wife was fucking dying laughing before the show. We were she showed us these posts downstairs, and she started and she's like, she starts cackling, and we're like, what the fuck? She's like, so Britney Spears made a post on Instagram as she like choked the words out through the laughter, and then she read the read read the caption. Brit, this is from Britney Spears three hours ago, right before we came on. Yeah. If I clapped my tits, could I make a? Could I pop a balloon? Tick tock, tick tock. I salute all you bitches today. Not with just my middle finger, but my chest too. How do you spell chest? Or is it chess? Or is it chest? Second pick. Second pick is Gerhard Hund. A black and white photo of Gerhard Hund. But like, I get that's supposed to be a chess player, but what? <laughs> I have no idea what she's doing, but I pray I, for that woman. I feel like I'm probably going to go follow Britney Spears I, on Instagram I, right now. I understand why she was under house arrest for so long. I get it. Yeah, well, 
I mean, when you're manipulated by your this parents. That's why our parents didn't age. want to have any of her money because they were like, no, well, they already Yoko. ruined it. Yeah, I know. No, because they were they were controlling her from day one anyway. I know. Fucking. Would you say this girl's name? Shit. It's Tripping Balls. Is that what you said? Uh, I don't know. It's Strippy Bree. I think is her oh, Instagram. Strippy. Yeah, strippy. Like she's basically it was just like an OnlyFans chick, and then they were like, somebody was like, oh man, like. She's like, well, some guy I had sex with told me I fuck like a porn star and that I should become one. And then she's like, so I did. Hmm. I'm like, oh, awesome. Awesome. She just can't find out. Find yeah, out. I'll find out. I'll show you later. Uh, but anyway, uh, anything else? Anything else? Are we missing anything else? Oh, Motorsports Minute. Uh, Miami GP is this weekend, Sunday morning. Yeah. Can't wait for that shit. That's going to be fucking awesome. If you, don't like um, my, if you don't like GP, then you'll like this one. Uh, yeah. This one's a fun one to watch. Like, fun one to watch. It's it's the American version of Monaco. Like, they try to out Monaco yeah. Monaco. They don't, and it's very cringy at times, but um, who cares? Because, you know what? The rest of the world, we don't really give a shit what they think. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Monaco, uh, Formula One, Miami, and then you got NASCAR Kentucky this week. There's another super speedway, so fun shit. Um, good times. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Uh, other than that, boys, I think that is a Rizzy for the first show in May, number 401, by the way. Show number yeah, four, episode 401. 401. Fucking crazy. It's been a long time. So uh, we've been at it. But uh, all right, let's, uh, you know, our uh, condol- everybody. <laughs> condolences to uh, all the Boston fans for a rough 24 hours. Fuck. Uh, not really. Uh, Lakers, Golden State just tipping off right now. Already a 5-2 Golden State lead. Not looking good. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's, it's fine. Whatever. It's fine, dude. It's the first two minutes of a game. I'm yeah. not really worried. Uh, but anyway, we're going to watch this. What? I remember what it was. What? Dylan Brooks. Oh, yes. Dylan Brooks. Holy, holy shit. Informed by the Grizzlies today that he will not be brought back yeah. under any circumstances. <laughs> you could save all of our collective daughters from a burning house fires, and there is no and isn't it amazing that he got fined for not talking to the press again after they got eliminated? Yes. Like, you, you talk all that shit after a game two win, and then you get dusted in six, and then you don't even have the balls to step back in front of the camera. Or the, dude, what a fucking clown. Good riddance. See you later. No one wants you. I enjoy your fucking career in Indochina. Yeah, have fun. Go 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 over there. Go enjoy worshiping Steph Marbury with the rest of the fucking Asian Gao Chong China. Because dude, what a fucking clown. I love it. Uh but yes, that was the other thing we did miss. So thank you, Sean. Getting yep. absolutely roasted online. Roasted, dude. A team under no circumstances will we bring you back. <laughs> like you can play for free and we're not playing you. They're yeah. like absolutely not. They're like you, your disgusting hairstyle, your fourteen baby mamas, your ugly ass. Yeah, hell yeah. Any of you you back. take your shitty haircut and you get your ass over to China. Maybe. Maybe you can play in the Turkish D League. I don't know. What was, what yeah, was the we'll joke see. from uh, from fucking um, Grizzlies fans? They were just like, "The revolution is starting without you." <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, boys. Thank you everybody for joining us. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. We'll be back next Tuesday night, eight thirty ish, right here live on the one, the only New Bedford Guide. Appreciate y'all. Make sure you give us a like and a follow on Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you're on uh, listening to us on the podcast platforms, please give us a subscribe. Uh, listens help, but they don't do much in terms of the numbers. So we need those subscriptions. So please hit us up and give us one of those. Doesn't cost you anything, doesn't do anything, but it goes a long way towards helping us out uh, and getting us better shit to give you a better show. 
Uh, that's what we're here for, for you, uh, not for us. So we will be back next Tuesday night for Plizzy and Mr. Betancourt. Yeah. I am your host, Mr. Joey Fats. We'll see you all next Tuesday night. Until then, enjoy the weekend. and uh, Peace. Let's go Lakers, baby. No.